The name of the story is called Lost in Paris. This story takes place about 1987. It starts off that what happened was I was working at, at IGI, uh, International Gemological Institute, and I got a phone call early one morning, and the guy wanted us to wanted to know if we could do an appraisal of gems and jewelry that uh, his company was thinking of buying. The name of the company he was going to buy was called Chomay. So I told him that uh, we, that's what we do. We do appraisals, and we'd be glad to do it. So he says, well, the the job is uh, in a few, a few parts. One part needs to be uh, done in Geneva, Switzerland. Uh, second part needs to be done in Paris, France. And the third part needs to be done in New York. So I told him it's not a problem, uh, even though we had never done anything. I'd only been working for the company for about six months at this time, at this point. So... We, I told him, fine, that'd be great, we'd love to go, and I told the owner when he came in that we have the possibility to do a job in Switzerland, and the owner was very excited. Anyways, we got all the details, <clears throat> we contacted our, uh, our, one of our satellites in Antwerp, they gave us two gemologists, and the owner and I and two gemologists from Antwerp met in Geneva, Switzerland, at the, uh, at the home office of, uh, of Chomay. Chomay was a jeweler who, who was appointed by Napoleon to be the jeweler for, I guess it's the French, you know, whatever, the French crown or whatever they call it. Anyway, so Chomay had been around for a few hundred years. He was, you know, beautiful, beautiful jewelry, very elaborate, very high quality, and it was, it's a great honor to go and do the work. Anyways, to make get the story going here, so we did Geneva. It took a week. We had a wonderful time. Uh, it was basically just a jewelry store. The second place we did the the the, the grading and the appraisals was in Paris, France, and there we stayed. And to me, it was like quite a shock. We stayed in the house of Chopin. We stayed in Frederick Chopin's house in Place Vendôme. And that's where the offices of Chomet were. <clears throat> and we went every day to Place Vendôme. We had a hotel some blocks away. And we went to Place Vendôme. We you know, sat in a beautiful, gorgeous room. Um, all gilded ceilings, whatever gilded was. I didn't know. But anyways, it was beautiful, beautiful jewelry. And they brought us trays and trays of it, you know, hour after hour. And it was really a fantastic time. The thing was, we used to get in there about... 8 o'clock, or about 10 o'clock in the morning, we used to get up at 8, we used to get there around 10 o'clock in the morning, and we would grade till about 10 o'clock at night, so it would be a really, really long day, uh, and, I, and by 10 o'clock at night, it was already dark outside, so this was, I don't know why the other two gemologists that we were working with at that point weren't with us, but one night, uh, the owner and I left Place Vendôme to walk back to the hotel. Now, this is probably about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And we were walking back, and it wasn't exactly clear to me. You know, I had done it a few times in the daytime, but I'd never gotten back to the hotel in the nighttime. And, of course, the owner is, is oblivious to carrying, you know, exactly what the instructions are and how to get back or even the name of the hotel. And I am equally oblivious to it. And we walk out and we walk away from Place Vendôme. And then I realize, you know, this doesn't look right. And I'm thinking, maybe I should have turned left back at that other street. 
And so I tell him, you know, I said, you know, we, maybe we should go back a street. I, I'm not sure if this is right. And we walked back a street, and then I was totally turned around. <clears throat> and if you've never been in Paris and you're only used to the streets and the buildings in New York City, I guess in New York it's equally as confusing. But in Paris, everything looks the same at, you know, to, to somebody who's never been there before. And here it was, 10.30 at night. I had no idea how to get back to the hotel. I had no idea the name of the hotel. I had no idea the street name of the hotel. I had no idea of really exactly how to get back to Plesbon Dome. And I looked at the owner and I said, we're lost. And he goes, what do you mean we're lost? I said, we are lost. I said, I have no idea how to get back to the hotel. You and I don't have any idea where the hotel is and there's nobody to ask. So at that point, we decided to go into a police station. And we went into the police station and we're trying to speak to this guy in English, telling him we're lost. And he's looking at us like, like we're like idiots, which we are because we've, we've wandered around in, in Paris, we don't speak the language, we don't know where we're going, we don't know the hotel, and so how's this guy supposed to help us? It's like, uh-huh, of course this guy's not going to be able to help you, you don't know where you need to go. So it turned out that I said, look, let's just go back to Place Vendôme, and let the policeman show us how to get back to Place Vendôme, when we get back there, so I'll try it again, I'll just try to, you know, figure it out, and sure enough, we went back, now it's been like an hour and a half later, we've been lost for like an hour and a half, but it seems like an eternity, and we finally get back to Place Vendôme, and then we come, we start walking again, apparently this time, I said, you know, last time we went this way, this is where I'm not sure anymore, so let's go to the right instead of the left, anyways, it took a little bit longer than usual, but I was very glad when I finally got my, myself back to the hotel. And uh, I never quite forgot that night of uh, being lost in Paris with the owner of IGI. Uh, my advice to all of you, if you ever have the chance to visit a strange city, is write down the name of your hotel or your address where you're staying on a piece of paper before you wander out into the street. Because otherwise, I don't think anyone's going to be able to help you if you don't know where you need to go. I get that's a muscle for life. Uh, one needs to decide where they need to go in order to, or where one wants to go before you head out on a journey. That's the message. Have a great day. Bye.